repeating. Welcome to Nerdables. This episode, HBO Max found its lantern leader. Image Comics Invincible trailer drops. NYCC gives us a first look at MODOK. U.S. Agent returns. Stranger Things are happening on Spider-Man 3. And Pixar's soul is with Disney+. Plus. Welcome everyone, I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. And did I just blow you guys away? Oh, that was loud. Just that part of it was loud. Maybe I wasn't ready for it. I don't think you're ready for it. After the... Uh, you weren't ready for this jelly. The sweet... Nobody wants your jelly. Uh, what's it called? The sweet riff there. So, uh... Are we due for like a new one? It's been like a year. Don't we change our... our no, it hasn't like been a year. year. It hasn't been a year. It hasn't? Well, it no. sure feels like it's been a year. Look, there's 2020. Yeah, remember, feels like October's a decade already, so. <laughs> Everything will be fine after November 3rd. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Keep telling yourselves that. Yeah. I don't know what's going to be worse. If Well, no, don't tell yourselves that because the, the problem is everyone's already just like, oh, yeah, don't worry. December 1st, we can all go back to the movies and, and games. Like, No, you're not. This is going to keep understand the reality of it that we're not going to go to places we thought we were going to go to, no matter what's going on in Florida, in Texas. That's just like, eh, who cares? Everyone just go go do whatever you want. Get I'm going to that. Mars, so you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so HBO Max still is not on the two most popular streaming <laughs> streaming applications. We talked about we, we talked about the Green Lantern was a go, but they found their showrunner and their writer uh, for the show. It'd be weird to have like one person write all those episodes. Seth Graham Smith is going to be the showrunner. Uh, they announced it at New York Comic Con. What they called the meta event or something? Where it was. I, don't know. I didn't watch any of the New York Comic Con stuff. All I know is all the stuff that they teased was having the like. New York Comic Con exclusives that you could buy during New York Comic Con. I couldn't find any place that could sell them. So there's like a whole bunch of pops and stuff. I'm like, oh. So he'll be he'll be splitting the writing duties with Mark Gutenheim. 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 Which uh called comic creator. Yeah. Uh Graham Smith wrote Lego Batman and uh he's attached to the upcoming Flash film. And then Gutenheim co created Arrow. Mark Guggenheim yeah. helped. Mm. He created Arrow, and then he went to write X-Men when he wasn't working. We also, he also co-created the CW Arrow show. Yeah. As I was saying, he, created the, he helped create the Arrowverse. Right. And he was also the writer on the 2011 Green, <laughs> Green Lantern film. He, was, uh, yeah, he so had was such John, a good track so. record until <laughs> that point. Um, well, it is interesting to see how many people that you look at I mean, it's it's none of this stuff exists exists in a vacuum. That's why when it's always like from the writer of something you liked, and it totally sucks, and then the next project that that person does, this is amazing. You totally like because yeah. it, it's just again, it's all about execution. When we talked about, uh, let's get into Star Wars early. When we talked about when we saw Colin Trevorrow's, um, uh, what's what's the word of it? The synopsis for what he wanted to do with Episode Nine. Mm. We're like, we love this idea, but again. It depends on the execution. Right. Hopefully, I, I believe it would have been better if it was brought to fruition with, you know, it's going to go through rewrites and it's going to go through changes, but he's going to direct it and okay. But you never know. 
you know, Mark Guggenheim has done stuff that you don't like. Mark Guggenheim has done stuff that you really do like. I mean, he's a writer, so things change. Mm -hmm. So the show, Green Lantern, will focus on lesser-known lanterns. So Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart probably won't be making an appearance. It'll focus more on Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Simon Bays, Alan Scott. uh, Which is what everybody wants. Yeah. The two two lanterns that anybody knows, the one from the cartoon, the one from the movie, no, we're not going to use those. Sinestro may end up in it. Kilowog may be used. But more than likely, they're saving those bigger titles, the characters for the films. It depends. I mean, I guess nothing's attached to the films once we get through Flashpoint, right? Correct. I mean, everything, everything and nothing is potentially a film after we get through Flashpoint because everything in the multiverse works. It's the problem when I read it is it to me, it feels like a cop out because you're using all the humans, right? Yes. Because it's cheaper. Oh, totally. So you're not going to do Kilowog because Kilowog requires either a lot of makeup or a lot of CG or a lot of both. Unless you use the CG design from 2011. But even then, it's still expensive to make that into a show. Oh, yeah, yeah. To continue to do it. If he plays a major role, will you see him? Of course you will. You you see him for one episode for two minutes, probably. Yeah. But then you're never going to see him again, and it's just going to be Jessica and Guy and uh, Simon Mm -hmm. and Alan Scott. Alan Scott, just a bunch of only like Alan Scott will be interesting because I mean he's the original original Green Lantern. Yeah. He's never part of the Green Lantern Corps. Right. Um, What'll be interesting is if they try to explain as they do in the comics every few years. Why every sector gets one Green Lantern, but Earth gets six. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think Didn't they change it to every sector got two Green Lanterns at one point? They might have at some point. But for for all intents and purposes, the creation of the Green Lantern Corps was that every sector had one. Right. Mm. And then you get Hal for a couple of years, and then there's two more. And yeah. then there's four more. And then when Hal comes back, there's six active Green Lanterns in the, in the Earth sector. And it was always like, well, you guys got a lot of superheroes. But so do all the other planets. Yeah. I think it would be cool to see the the other uh, colored lanterns, too, in this series. Like I'm sure that I'll up on Using like a TV series, yeah. Using a TV lantern. series rather than a movie gives you a chance to explore what the different Spectrum guys do. Yeah. yeah. It'll probably be focused on a, on a villain of the week thing to start with or every other episode or whatever, yeah. or two episodes with a villain. I wonder if they'll put Lobot in it. I mean, not Lobot. <laughs> like, I don't... That's that's Disney. I don't think Disney's about to let him use Lobot. Lobot. Lobot would be a good place to introduce that, but you also sort of wonder if they want to save that for the films. Save it for his own film. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, so you know, Lobot would make a great villain for Superman. Oh sure, yeah. It's great Superman mm. Lobo stories. Yeah. So like I said Lobot too. <laughs> I did when I said the Lobot would make a great villain for Superman. Eyes just blink open. <laughs> Punch. I guess it's over. Um, so you, we'll have Green Lantern, Peacemaker, and GCPD on HBO Max. At least you have wildly different, you know, rather than Green Arrow, Flash, and you know, you have three, right. f- three series that s- stand to be very different. A but then GCPD, on top of that... A humor peacemaker and a and a sci-fi Green Lantern show. On top of that, you also now have Doom Patrol, Titans, Swamp Thing's dead. Although they brought Spoilers. it up, they brought it up onto CW. Yes, because CW is desperate for content. Right. 
Um, there ain't a lot going on over the last nine months. So. No, that's why. Uh, that's why uh, uh, CBS is now showing you know all the stuff from CBS Access. They also have the, the which CBS. really sucks because they keep at during when they're, during the first season. Use your words. During the first season of Discovery, Discovery. they're showing Discovery. They're showing season a trailer for season three, and you're going, no, stop this. You know that person survives. Um, well, you should have caught up. Yeah, <laughs> you had you know, what? Well, CBS is also showing like movies from the '90s on Sunday nights. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, we got nothing. They showed. Um, they had Clueless last weekend. They had Clueless. They had uh, the weekend before was something odd too. What's the one with? Um, oh God, it's one of it's one of the one of the Judd uh, uh, Apatow movies. Um, well, he's done like sixty of them. So yeah, no, it's the say. one. It's the one where uh, Seth Seth Rogen is one of the cops that you know p- pops in real quick. Oh, um, super bad, super bad. Yeah. yeah, they showed that. They showed old school. They, I mean, they're showing all kinds of these things, which really suck on network television. Oh yeah, you can't watch those on network television. They cut so much out of it. Um, I'm always surprised be, when you watch like basic cable and how much they let go and how much they don't. Mm-hmm. It's like make either show all of it or just like you're only gonna you're only gonna bleep the f word. So the whole thing you've got all the other curse words, but then the f word comes up and it's like fudging. Come yeah. on, man! Like what are you doing? I mean, hell, we're getting ten year olds dropping f bombs now. I'm, I think we're, we're fine to show it on TV. Um. Okay. So here's Green Lantern. When they said Alan Scott's going to be in it, it's kind of weird because. You know, I mean, his vulnerability is wood, right? <laughs> it's just completely different than all the other Green Lanterns, you know, or all the other Lanterns. Where Yellow so, is well, Yellow, yeah. So Yellow was was Hal's, yes, and Wood was uh, Scott. Alan Scott's. And when Hal showed up, I remember, you know, finding out this later, and I said, "You could defeat the entire Green Lantern Corps of Earth with a number two pencil." Well, that was the joke on Big Bang Theory too, and I came up with that like way before that. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, wait a minute. That's my joke. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering how they're going to, you know, I mean, because. That's not going to be his, his vulnerability. You, no, you're, yeah. you're not, you're not going to have the, the Alan Scott of the. If you do Alan Scott. Of the Silver Age. You are likely to have the Alan Scott of the Earth 2 comic. Yeah. In, in New 52, in which he's gay. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. made everybody mad. So then Wood wouldn't be a vulnerability. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was strong, Ethan. Wow. <laughs> it's got some strong wood right there. Uh, wow. I get them every once in a while. What? Strong wood? <laughs> I bet you get strong wood every once in a while. Um, jokes in every once in a while. Does the Green Lantern series make you more interested in... Um, DC stuff on HBO Max. If I could see it, <laughs> you great. get it for free. <laughs> I get it for free. I can't watch it. <laughs> Doesn't I can't believe well, that's, still that's just your stubbornness too. You can go out and buy an Amazon stick or whatever. I have an Amazon he stick. They're not. I gave you an Amazon I have, stick. I have Amazon. You can yes, go out and buy an Apple TV. I don't want an Apple TV. I already have an Amazon stick and I have a Roku. Exactly. I'm perfectly just, fine with the you're two. You're just being stubborn. I'm not being. You stubborn. You can watch it on your phone. I don't want to no, watch it on my phone. What's being stubborn yeah. is HBO Max. That is not <laughs> working with either of those services in order to put that app on there. It's and amazing. As big as those two. 
the two biggest streaming apps uh, in North America. They're the first, they're number one. Apple's number two. up. There. Apple's up there. They're not one and two. Roku's two and Apple and Apple uh, Fire Stick's number one. I don't see how Fire Stick's number one. And Fire Stick's number one because they counted as Amazon Prime. If you have a smart TV with Amazon Prime, almost everybody uses Prime. Because uh, yeah. right now, for like Prime Day, you can buy streaming channels like dirt cheap. Like show, uh, um, not channels. You mean movies? No, you can buy this the streaming st- station for like three months. So it's like um, Cinemax. Showtime. Oh. oh, okay. Like Showtime is 99 cents for three months if you buy it through the Fire Stick using it on just, you know, so you can't use it on the Roku. You have to use it on the Fire Stick. Oh, yeah. That's where you can watch uh, Spider Man on Stars. Oh, yeah. No, on Stars. Um, yeah. So. No, they've got stuff there that I want to watch. I don't even have to pay for it, but. I bet you, I bet you like Titans. Especially you when you get, get so to season two. There's so much other stuff to go. Through. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Titans is fine. It's not that I dislike anything. It. it was the same thing with the the CW shows. It's not that I necessarily disliked them. I just didn't want to watch them anymore. They're the same. I'm still surprised the CW shows are on Amazon. Or excuse me, on Netflix and not moving That's over a deal. to. That's got to. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. Be then, yeah. Then they signed like a long contract to get it. And yeah. As soon as the episode air, like or the season ends, they get the full season on. And I think for Netflix. for the producers and everyone involved the reach of Netflix is still going to be higher than HBO Max for years. Yeah. So there's no reason to take away. If you have someone who's already watched the first, the heck is Riverdale up to now? Six? Whatever it is. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. If they've already watched all of that, you don't want to take that away from them until you know that they're going to pay whatever for HBO Max to finish it. Yeah. I, it's funny. I was watching uh, Peacock the other day to watch uh, Saturday Night Live. For some reason, it didn't tape or record. Because you don't tape anymore, you know, you get to record. You still call it though; it's been interesting. And uh, um, so I was watching SNL on there, and I kept thinking, Peacock reminds me it's going to do the same thing that DC Universe did. As soon as Universal decides to put out their own streaming service, or put out a streaming service for you know, the Peacock will have to get mel- you know, melded into it. Yeah. Well, just think of the fact of what's on Hulu that would probably move to Peacock because NBC had stuff on Hulu before. Right. So Hulu's the one that I look at and go, this is not going to be a service in three years. I still, CBS is out of it. ABC I, is, is is the only one that would stay. NBC's out of it. And so I still you've got think Fox it's stuff be- on it. Why would, if, if I'm Disney, I own Fox, which means I have Bob's Burgers. So mm-hmm. why would I not put that? If I'm going to put the Simpsons on it, I can put Bob's Burgers on Disney+. Plus. I see Hulu becoming a YouTube TV, a Sling. You know, it's going to be a live TV service, you know, it's going to be AT&T now. It's going to be, you know, where it's just got the live channels that and that's it. The Hulu Hulu Live is one of the ones that just jumped up in price. Right. Excessively so, but from year to year. My because, friend Doug used Hulu and then he dumped it because he's like, I can't. It's Within because year, it's, it went up it's by the like live 45%. stations and the yeah. streaming content. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's what a lot of people that cut the cord, that's what they did in order right. to watch some of the live stations that you can get through it. And then have everything that's in Hulu that was getting the stuff you may have missed or stuff that was on live stations that you're still like, fine. Like, Hulu has all the stuff that was FX. So it's Hulu next day for all mm-hmm. the stuff that's on it. I forgot to watch Fargo. I want to try the season of Fargo. The new good. season? Yeah. Fargo? Um, you got to be careful right now on Hulu. They When they uploaded it, there's a glitch where it only pu- puts out the sound. It gives you a black screen, but sound. But on your phone, it works fine. 
Yeah, on your phone, that. you just get the video with no audio. <laughs> with no audio, yeah. So you're supposed to just link them together. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can barely sync. Remember when I used to be able to sync? Uh, uh, or actually, they were already synced when you could have the radio call for ball games. Because uh-huh. I used to listen to the uh, the radio broadcast for mm. Dodgers games sometimes. The Angels games all the time. So we didn't like the Angels announcers in the 90s. But now that's the, the radio is always like a minute and a half behind. It just drives me crazy. I had a 35 millimeter movie reel of Star Wars A New Hope. And it didn't have sound. But you had a record no. that you had to sync up with it. So but you know all the sounds. You don't need to <laughs> sound. So you'd that's have like the best thing you could ever have. You you. Say all the lines along with the characters anyway. Now you don't have the, them interrupting you on the oh, screen. Yeah. But that's, what I used to do at night when I was real little was I would just put it up on my bed, you know, and I, I would play it at night. And I, I guarantee you I've watched that movie because this was even before VHS. You know, this is this is back late 70s, you know, when Betamax was still there. But you couldn't get a Betamax video of it because it would be like $3,000. R.I.P. Betamax. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, we talking about um, <laughs> we're still on HBO Max. Hey, Invincible. We've heard for a long time that Image Comics was going to do something with Invincible. At one point, I think it was going to be a live show. It was going to be you know on Netflix. It was going to be on Prime. It was, oh, remember it's not Image. Correct. It's, it's Skybound because it's yes. Robert Kirkman. Sky, Skybound. Yes. It was w- something. Walking like, Dead's ending. What else do we got from? Well, them? I, oh, it, I don't think they really said for very long they were going to do anything with it. The first time I ever heard anything was when it was being developed as a, already being developed as a as an animated project. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the original the original idea because Kirkman was on something and he was talking about it may have been a panel at Comic Con, and he was talking about that they were the initial idea that they wanted to do was live action. Right, but if, if internally because were, of the price, you know, the yeah, price tag for the same. Yeah. You, you did, I'm sure internally they had all the options, but what I'm saying is when we started to really hear, Oh news, yeah. Yeah. It was already that this was going to be a, a animated project, which makes sense for what invincible is. And yes. And also it, I feel like, especially nowadays, because it's so much harder to shoot live action with the restrictions that they have. They, yeah. it kind of like, Gave them the tipping point over into animated. Said it's oh well we'll we'll be able to do this a lot easier. Plus you can play voice actors a lot less. Yeah, yeah. You, well, can pay, you can pay people who make a lot more money doing other things a lot less money to do voice acting from their home. That's true. Um, it looks good. It looks really good. I I love the style because they went with the kind of classic. Yep. You know, late nineties, early two thousands look. It's not CG. It's it looks not, like the book too. Yeah, but it's not it's it's not CG. It's also not like manga eyes, right? Or anime eyes. Um, it just looks like if if you watched Spider Man, Spider Man, or you watched you know the latest incarnation of X Men, mm-hmm. you know the whatever the last one was, Wolverine and the X Men, or whatever one was the yeah the last time the the Batman before not Brave and the Bold, but the one before Batman Strict. It's got that feel. It's you know, a two D animation cell cell based animation. animation. Uh, we we did the voice cast a couple weeks ago on this show, and it's all top notch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple friends from uh, Walking Dead are in it. Yeah. He calls them like, "Hey, remember when you were on Walking Dead? Yeah. Did you yeah, like it? Know, right? Yeah. You want to do some voices for me? Sure. Okay. Click. I mean, you figure Norman Reedus is going to show oh, up at some point. I mean, right. Voltron, for God's sakes! Like, come mm. on. 
it's you know it's an easy not necessarily an easy paycheck but it is easier than doing live action yeah yeah hi you know as long as you now i mean everybody you know for voice actors and stuff they're sending out really good mics and you know a filter or if something you're, if you're a major actor in hollywood and you don't have a recording studio at this point you're behind the game it's still a lot of, it's still a lot of people Not that are that. using closets I know a lot. Yeah, of but I mean, it's like they get somebody in to do the closet. Oh, you know? yeah. Tell yeah. me. Hello, I know. I that. know a few voiceover actors that have these just built cabinets yes. in yeah. their house. It's not even like a closet. It's yeah, I've four walls built. and yeah. Those thing. I I look at how much. Um, this room right here, this kitchenette, was built just for this. No. <laughs> yeah. We the fish out. just showed up for some reason. <laughs> uh, trust me, there will be a room like this when we finally buy a house. I mean, a room that's ready the to kitchenette? go. kitchenette? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would like, hope so. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant a sound Not room. Not everyone's going to eat on pallets and stuff. <laughs> I meant a sound room. But no, yeah, those vocal booths, as much as they get charged for those things, mm. they're so easy to fabricate. Yeah. And they go up very quickly. And they're good. I mean, I know a few voiceover actors that use them. Oh, yeah. So they just have it like in right in the middle of the living room. It's, it's big enough just to fit them and some equipment in there. And then... They just speaking of voice actors. I do, do love seeing all these other people that are. What what's Bowser's Bows doing now? Like interviews with people. Yeah, he's doing like Bugs Bunny versus Halloween or something like that. Yeah. So a bunch he's doing of a late night have show. No basically. idea. Yeah, and have no idea that you know like who kind of who ba Eric Bowser is. Just know him as sort of, like, and they just keep posting like check out what this guy doing. And I was like, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know him. Know him, but I've met him once. I've met him a few times. He's been he's been to this house times. a few couple times. Yeah. I think we did two interviews here, and he was with us in San Diego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, R.I.P. San Diego Comic Con. He's never coming back. We used to see him. It's funny you brought that up because Bella and I were just talking about Puss in Boots and being there every day, and the little boy that was on the show with her now is like eighteen, nineteen years old. And it's like Jesus. <laughs> he's Jesus. He's he's Jesus. Yes, ah. he was the he is the first openly gay character in Disney history. Puss in Boots? No, his kid. No, Josh's character on uh, on um, Andy Mack. It was a yeah. So, anyways, well, I mean, if you retcon it, I mean, really, C three PO is, but sure, if you're gonna, but C three PO really wasn't openly gay. He just was very effeminate robot. It's not, it's not much closed, more less closed than you can get. <laughs> um, his best friend is a Philip is a phallic symbol. I mean, come on. <laughs> So, we know that um, Invincibles is slated to come out in 2021. That's as far as we know with it right now. Mm -hmm. It will fall. slated to come out in 2021. Everything else. Uh, didn't mm -hmm. Bat the Batman get pushed back to 2022? A bunch of stuff got pushed back. Fast and the Furious got pushed back another year. Yep. Uh, we'll see what else. Half of Marvel's slate is going to be 2022. Yep. It's going to be in 2021. Hey, so MODOK. It's coming to Hulu, as we were mentioning Hulu just a few minutes ago. Yeah, it's, the, it's coming with those six other cartoons they were <laughs> going to do, and it all got canceled. I think right now the only Marvel-slated Hulu projects still are Hellstrom and MODOK. Well, remember, they had that that animation slate. Right. It was Hitmonkey and Modoc and like Tigra and something else. It was a. Uh, um, I think Miss Marvel Howard was the originally Duck. supposed to be. Howard the Duck was in it. And it wasn't Miss Marvel. I think Miss Marvel was originally supposed to be a, a, a 
animated project somewhere. Yeah. And now it isn't. But. And then they were going to have the evil version version of uh, yeah. Then they were the doing defenders. It, yeah. Um, but Modoc is going to be done by Stupid Buddy Productions, which is the ones that do Robot Chicken. And yeah, you know. January seventeenth, it was announced that Marvel TV animated series are coming very soon to Hulu, which included Modoc, Hit Monkey, The Tiger and Dazzler Show, yeah, and Howard awesome. the Duck, with a four animated series. Uh, what was it? Uh, leading to a special animated event with Marvel's The Offenders. The Offenders. That's and what then was. I think Tiger and Dazzler was the first one that the showrunner left. Yep. And then I think Hitmonkey left. And then Howard the Duck left. Right. Like all the showrunners and Hulu was like, yeah, we're not going to do this. So the only thing that's left is Patton Oswalt's Modoc. Mm-hmm. Which I think that Modoc was already in development or production when the rest of I them- think. You, you and it's also Patton have, Oswald is pretty much that's the sh- thing. I was like, I think the Patton Oswald thing is probably the most important as the showrunner, writer, producer. Yep. he's got enough clout to be like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to get this on. I feel to- like he's also got a part in it. Like, well, he, he is. Yeah, he's yeah, playing so. Modoc. Well, no, I mean as far as like producing and producing. Yeah, he's a, he's executive stuff. producer on it, so that's probably why he's moving forward with it. Well, it's well, it's it, up to Hulu. I mean, that the and rest Marvel of it was sort of like. Well, this was all Hulu because Hulu was the one, if I remember right, I could be wrong. The Tiger and Dazzler show, I think, was the showrunner, like, pre- like pitched it to Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then Hulu said, no, this isn't what we want. And she's like, all right, I'm gone. And so they said, well, F it. We're not going to hire somebody else to do this. The concept isn't strong enough. We liked the concept that we originally thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then it got put away. So so one of the characters in it is a super adaptoid. And... He basically just wants to go off and be a painter and create, you know, create this art and everything. And Modoc keeps bringing back in to be a supervillain. It's like that. Uh, what was that Prince and Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sing. No, 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 that, no, no, that. Swamp. <laughs> I don't want the swamp. Uh, so the premise is it's basically going to deal with Modoc at home and his kids and his family, and his wife is another Modoc. I, um, and then AIM gets bought out by this Silicon Valley company that wants to, you know, redo it because they're losing money. And the idea is kind of, they, they originally are supposed to take over AIM and just be this silent partner, but then they come in. So now it's MODOK instead of doing the evil things he wants to do. A lot of the times he has to go to board meetings or HR reports. So it's know. like the final seasons of the office. The funny thing is, over the course of the last eight years at Marvel, they've treated AIM this way a yeah. lot. Of the idea that AIM is more of a company than an evil organization. And to go so far as to, during Hickman's run of Avengers before Secret, uh, um, yeah, Secret Wars, Bobby DaCosta buys AIM. Mm-hmm. He just goes to them and says, "What do you guys want to do?" It's like, "We just want to do science. It's just yeah. the only thing that pays is us like stealing stuff." So what if I buy your company for a couple billion dollars and you work for me and you just make stuff like curing cancer? Okay. And so he makes AIM Island, and that's how Avengers World starts. Yep. There's been um they've done it with Hydra a little bit. There's a great one shot. I think it's in I think it's during uh Secret Wars where it's it's just like a corporate thing. You know, so it's like Hank and, and uh, it's Clay Quartermain from the S.H.I.E.L.D. knows this guy who is also in Hydra. And it's about getting tickets to the game and, and home life and getting mm-hmm. better insurance. 
And the guys are just like, you know, because Viper's a part of it. And they're just like, oh, she's so hot. Oh, I spent like a week as her like sex slave or something. <laughs> like it was, it's just all this crazy. It's really hilarious. Um, and so they, there's a lot of that type of thing now where you take these evil organizations that you used to have, you know, the twirling like, yes, chaos is going to take over the world. And now it's sort of like chaos is like a company that makes cell phones and blows your brains out with mm-hmm. it, you know. The, the bad guys from, uh, or Samuel Jackson's character from um, the Kingsman. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, And it fits because we all think corporations are evil anyway. And they probably are. Well, Patton Oswalt and Jordan Bloom are the ones that are the executive producers on this. Um, kind of the co-creators of this show. And uh, one of the things they were saying is that they were really surprised of what caliber of characters Marvel's allowing them to use in this. Cause it's more of a, really a satirical show. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's the style of robot chicken pretty much. Uh, and they're like, we're getting, you know, we would throw out names of who we want to use. And they, and luckily they wouldn't tell you cause they, you know, it's like probably captain America or something. And instead of Marvel going, no, 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 you can't use that. They were like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I wonder if we get white fear. Nick Fury back. <laughs> That'd be interesting. White different. white Nick Fury back, but voiced by Samuel Jackson. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You have him as the grizzled old Starenko white Nick Fury. <laughs> it's, it's, it's voiced by Samuel Jackson. That would be interesting. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Um, I mean, it looks fun. The trailer wasn't as funny as I wanted it to be, but... It's got its seconds. You get so. an idea of what it is. It's like yeah, you know what it it's is. It's like Robot Chicken meets The Office. Patton Oswalt's comedy's hit or miss for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's fine, but I don't know. Doesn't I mean know. most of his comedy is pretty much the same character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he always kind of plays the same. I think the funniest I mean, even, thing, even when he plays the 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 villain or whatever in that. Um, the neighbors thing where uh, uh, Wonder Woman and Mad Men are the neighbors to. Oh my God. I can't remember what it was. Keeping up with the Joneses or something like that. Mm. Oh. Godot and, and John Hamm move in next door and they're secret agents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it is keeping up with the Joneses. Something like that. Oh. Um, but he plays the bad guy at the end of it and it's, it's just Patton Oswald as the bad guy. You mm. get yeah. It. You know, he was in S.H.I.E.L.D. and he's Patton Oswald. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. But it's just, it's also, if he's doing like straightforward comedy, it's fine. I don't, but I'm also, I don't know. I I, I have a different, the people that find stuff that's just like, I've been watching. Uh, yeah. You like the other guys and that's terrible. The other so. guys is amazing. <laughs> so I've been watching you know, a bunch I of um, uh, Ronald Chang stuff. So good. He's <laughs> hilarious. And also, uh, I can't remember the the, the lady's name from uh, from London. Like she was, she was uh, born in Nigeria, or her mom was born in Nigeria. Like Nigeria, come to London. No, do not clap. She say, "I am sick of sunshine. <laughs> I moved to the place where it never stays." <laughs> um, she's fantastic. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, this. I think. It'll I be think quality. honestly, I going back to what Pat Oswalt, I think one of his funniest things he ever did was the monologue he did in uh, Parks and Recs. Yeah, and part of the problem with the that Star Wars is one. Once you know he did it, oh yeah, it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to see it, know what's knowing what's coming. Yeah, yeah, that's true. it's fine. 
mean, his stand-up is good too. So I mean, his he's stand-up's got, okay. He's got he's got good comedy chops. So I think he's fine. It'd, it'd be fine. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I just I broke his heart when he came in for Dark Horse Presents because he had a written thing in it and I didn't have it. Mm. <laughs> that sucked. I'm like, yeah, the one time we I think we had just stopped carrying it. Like we kept getting like two copies and we didn't sell it. So I'm it was surprised like the they didn't first give him time. a copy. I'm sure they did. I think he was just going around town trying to find. Oh yeah, something. sure. Mm. And he comes in and it's a busy Wednesday and I come over and he's, can I help you? And he says, and I was like, damn, that's Pat Oswald. He's like, do you have Dark Horse Presents or whatever? And I'm thinking, I. Bet you he wrote something in it because he was doing, he did a comic with stand up. Yes, he did. And I think that was like the first place it was. And yeah. I was like, I'm really sorry. We don't have that book. Oh, okay. And he just leaves like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, they of originally. All the people I miss, I miss Ming Na Wen. I miss uh, Stephen Amell. I miss Guillermo del Toro. It's all those people, and everyone else is like, oh, let's go. I got to meet him. And I meet the one person that asked me one question for something we don't have, and he just walks out the door. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, it was, it was February of 2019 that they announced Modoc and the other yeah. uh, animated ones. It's been ones. a while. Although, Tiger, in the image that they showed, Tiger looks like she should be on uh, Thundercats. She looks like the kid from Resistance. The two little kids that are in the oh yeah the yeah she looks yeah, like the, totally she looks does. like the daughter. Um, so U.S. Agent, US Agent is coming out in comic books in November. It's returning to comic books. He hasn't been in comics in oh he's been in comics. He just doesn't he doesn't have his own series very often. Right, he's but, had like one or two mini series. Yeah. Obviously, this was the anticipation for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which mm-hmm. is now delayed till sometime next year. Surprised to see this come out when they canceled Tax Ma- Taskmaster. Really? Yep. Taskmaster was supposed to come out in May. Um, the Black Widow book that was supposed to come out in May came out last month. Uh, as they keep moving stuff up, um, I wonder if the, if this is because maybe it'll be coming. Falcon and Winter Soldier will be coming out in February or so. Possibly, it's got a better shot to reach some sort of audience before Black Widow does. Yeah, and it may be like whoever they're working with. I I I. I love U.S. Agent. When I got into comics, he was in a um, he was in a Punisher one shot, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, he's like Captain America. But he's got a black suit and red stripes and the red stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I love the image. He's a total douche. Oh, total. <laughs> Until the, uh, the original one, John Walker. One that's what it is. It's yeah, gonna yeah, be John, it's John Walker. Walker. But in the comics, John Walker gets paralyzed. Yeah, and he runs the raft during um, Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. When they're doing the stuff on the raft, and that's the the only good thing that came out of Fear itself, the the Marvel event, which just blew chunks, <laughs> is the hammers that were basically made and fell from the evil Norse god. One of them falls into the raft, and it's given to the Juggernaut, I think. But in the Thunderbolts book, that's what the Thunderbolts used to escape, and they find out that the the pinnacle of the raft, the, the keep of the raft is a time machine <laughs> and they travel back in time. It's brilliantly done. It's one of my favorite runs. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And Walker's in it as like this badass warden through until the, until they leave or whatever. And they kind of, when they show the modern thing, he's sort of trying to figure out what the heck happened. It was mm-hmm. great. It's great stuff, but I don't remember. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember the last time we saw him. Yeah. It's been, it's been quite a while. I mean, he could be in something and it's not like I read every single Marvel comic. No, but I mean it's it's been a while, and to have his own book, it, I don't think 
he's ever had his own book. I think he's had a miniseries before. Cause I, I thought it was a, just a Captain America book. Well, I, I mean, that's what, he was in Captain America. That right. was the thing. Is when Cap quit. No, when, I mean, he, had, he was the, had the mantle and had the title of the book at the same time. Yes, because when Cap quit, quit yes. they hired John Walker to be Captain America. Right. And much like when Azrael became Batman, he just started beating the crap out of people. Yeah, I feel, especially if they're going to touch up on it with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's probably why they're pushing. Oh, it's yeah, more than touching up. I have a feeling that it's the it's it's synergy because it's yeah. everything starts with the movie division. Now, I mean, that's the right. that's the problem is the movie division decides okay, we're going to use John Walker, we're going to use. U.S. agent, and we're going to put him in Falcon and Winter Soldier. So then the C.B. Sabolsky and the other editors at Marvel are like, hey, we should do a U.S. agent book. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem I always have with that is there's no organic out of it at all. You know, people always said, well, Wolverine got his own book. Well, it took years for Wolverine to finally have his own book. Mm-hmm. And it was letters and letters and letters and letters and letters. And Chris Claremont finally coming up with an idea. Like, I think I can write Wolverine by himself. He doesn't need to be in the book. But it wasn't like... Oh, yeah, I'm going to write a Wolverine, a Wolverine book without Wolverine in the book? Well, that's, it, it's he can have his own book and still be in the team book. And he's able mm-hmm. to write both of them and has an idea. And that's where he really went into him being the samurai, the right. Ronin. That's the, the, the whole first part of the miniseries with Frank Miller. And then his regular book with Salvasima is very much just a Ronin book. It's very much like, this is where I can go and kill people now. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to read X-Men now where they're just like, they just kill everybody now. <laughs> Leave no witnesses. Okay. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Well, that is insane from the cover that they showed or the, the artwork that they showed for John Walker, us agent. It looks like it's going to be, you know, him, the anti-hero, you know, he's going to be, well, he he's going to be the captain America. That's not afraid to kill. Yeah. That's what he's always been. He's yeah. always been kind of an anti-hero. That's why he's in a Punisher book, uh, which I have a feeling that's what he's going to be like in. I mean, obviously that's what he's going to be like in Falcon and winter soldier and why Sam ultimately needs to take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's going to be Cap, and I think he's going to be chasing Sam down. No, they show him as Cap at one oh, point. Oh, really? Yeah. No, uh, wasn't the synopsis that uh, Sam takes over the mantle, but then the government's trying to stop him from being Captain America? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. So but that, they, yeah, they put... So, that's so they, put, they put... U.S. John agent. Will, in, yes. Yeah. They so put him in. in he's down. probably in the U.S. agent. Outfit. No, but they, they put him in as the replacement for Cap because they didn't want Sam because right. of the, the 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 Accords, the Kobe Accords. Yeah. Um, Every single Facebook Braves fan that told me all year that Charlie Culberson should have been in the game could suck it. Culberson sucks. So uh, speaking of the MCU, we we've heard stuff going back and forth about Spider Man Three. We heard that, you know, that um, that Electro was going to be in it, and it's going to be the Electro possibly from... Jamie Foxx is returning as Electro. Yes, but I was going to, you know, the, from uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now we learn that Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in it as Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. playing more of a mentor role to Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parker. Spider-Man. Which really now lends to the multiverse. Is I have a feeling the multiverse is going to be a main theme in Phase Four. The Phase Four is going to be the multiverse. It's going, yeah. It's just going to be telling. And I'm going to say it right now. It's a mistake. You think it's a mistake? 
Because all my Multiverse is going to do, because Spidey 3 is going to be fan service. Look, it's Andrew Garfield. Look, it's it's Tobey Maguire. Look, it's it's Emma Watson. Look, it's whoever Kristen Dunst. Emma Look, Watson. Not Emma Watson. Why, why uh, Emma, Watson? <laughs> Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Close enough. Whatever. They're Maybe Emma Watson's Harry Potter. It. Emma Watson's going to be the MJ in a different universe. Look, it's you're Tom have, Hardy as Venom you, coming. Tom in. Hard, the, the rumor is Tom Hardy's in it. The rumor mm. is that both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in it. The rumor is that Kristen Dunst and and Emma Stone will be in it, and that they're going to cross all of the universes with all of these other characters in order to give fans the big boner that everybody thinks they want to, and it's not going to have any substance, and it's not going to have any meaning. So, because as soon as everything is on the table, nothing matters. So then the post credit scene is Miles Morales coming through the No, the per- post credit scene is going to be the, the animated thing again. No, you. No, you. No, you. No, you. No. Um, if they go into here's the, the problem with bringing universe, up- but you've, you've almost played around with that idea already by having Spider-Ham in Enter the Spider-Verse. Yes. Because it's, he's like, this is not my reality. This is supposed to be reality, reality. Right. Even though it's animated. But he literally comes from an animated world where he can pull, you know, a sledgehammer out of his nose or whatever. Right. And hit people. It's when you introduce that as the beginning. Okay. You're having fun with this. Go for it. When you have an MCU for 12 years or 13 years before we ever see this freaking film mm-hmm. and the show next year or whatever, and you're putting in there that. All of these different universes, everything you've seen exists. The uh, Disney just put labeled all of the Fox X-Men movies as X-Men legacy films. Yes. Taking them out of any, the idea of like, these are not continuity. Right. I don't think they're continuity. But you still give yourself the cheap. Uh, oh, uh, total. Uh, what am I thinking of? Um, Fanfare? No, the cheap cop out. Of no, the mutants exist. They're just in this other universe, right. and we're just going to pull a couple of them over here. Right. We're but just, it also gonna, it also gonna, gives you the fan pull, service. Uh, what's your face? We're just going to pull Jean Grey over here. It also gives you the fan service of bringing, you know, you Jackman in for one time. Yeah, and it's just like you got to. Kevin Feige has done a very great job within the decade of not giving into this, mm-hmm. of resisting the urge to do Avengers first. Right. Resisting the urge of doing the Infinity Gauntlet in year four. Mm-hmm. Like knowing at some point, and remember when they first did, when they first showed you Thanos after Joss Whedon, the Russo brothers weren't even involved with Marvel yet. Correct. So whatever that thought was in 2000 and whatever, when was it 2015? Yeah. 2014 when Avengers comes out, whatever year it was. Whatever thought is in his head, like, this is what we're going to get to. We know we're going to get to the Infinity Gauntlet, and we know we're going to get to the Infinity Gems slash Stones. I can't imagine he ever envisioned what Infinity War and Endgame were going to be. No, I can't imagine. I that's mean, what they might like, have had a rough... Star Wars needs a plan before it goes. No, they don't. They might have had a rough idea. That's what I mean. There's, I, I, if you would have told... I would all but guarantee you, if you went back six years and told Kevin Feige, you're going to have a film in which the Avengers go to... Go to the past, steal stones, right? Because the stones have been exploded, because Steve, because Thanos uses the stones to destroy the stones after he wins, and you have one of the best Marvel films you've ever seen that ends in the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers, and you're going to blip half the people, and away. yeah, and then half the people that you really know and like, and we're going to have a gentleman playing Black Panther who makes a movie that's over a billion dollars, and he's not going to be in Endgame until the very end. He's going to look at you like, you're out of your mind. No, no, we're going to have the just the classic Infinity Gauntlet well, story think about where it. he's going to get it. He's going to snap it. 
everybody dies and the Avengers go and beat him. Up until it got to the point Civil War was going to have Captain Marvel at the very end. Mm-hmm. So they didn't, you know, they did at that point, they had no idea they're going to go, hey, we're going to do a Captain Marvel movie, but we're going to set it in the 90s. You know, they had yeah. they had no idea of any of this. Although, I was re- reading something where somebody had watched all the movies in chronological order. So you start. Oh. What's wrong? I'm hearing the uh, the fish tank or something. Oh. Oh. that's why. So you so you start with Captain America, mm-hmm. and then you, the next movie is Captain Marvel. Mm. He said that he watched it with his mom or something who had never seen the movies. So by the time they got to um to Nick Fury calling Captain Marvel on the the pager his mom got very excited because she hadn't seen her in all these other films and all of a sudden she's you know and I'm thinking yeah when you watch it that way and you've never watched them before that's interesting yeah, yeah but you lose the thing of when you see the symbol like we did and you knew what it was and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, that's the, they're, they're released in the order they're releasing for a reason. Like, if, if you watch. Oh, yeah. If you're watching Captain Marvel, well, the, 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 the post credit scene for Iron Man doesn't mean anything. Well, he said, he said the one thing he did do was he didn't show her the post credit scenes. So that way it wouldn't give the spoilers away for the next thing yeah. or set up the setup for the next one. So they just watched a straight film. Well, the greatest credit scene is the first one for Iron Man because you're just like, oh, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. How did they get Samuel Jackson to do this? Just wanted to call Brian Hitch up and like, did you know that they were going to make a movie and use? Well, then, well, then when you watch Tony Stark show up at the end of you know Incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. it's really like, oh, the event. This is real. The Avengers are really coming. No. Um. Well, no, because that was when they like the Avengers initiative is over before it even started. True. So the other thing, if Phase Four is centralized around the multiverse. It also sets up at the end of phase four, Tony Stark coming back. You know, Again, he's not coming back. You got it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not Here's put it past it. And that's the problem. Oh, you I know. You have to save yourself from yourself. When you get into it, you've had a run of 10 years. Yep. Everything's been a success. Even the worst film in the Marvel franchise is better than half of the DC films. Yep. They're all. Iron watchable. Man 3, Ethan. They're by the all. Way. I think everyone. Iron Man too. No, I think everyone thinks it's Dark World. Yeah, yeah, that's up there too. Um, the consensus is always that's always on the bottom of like every list you'll see online. Yeah. The only reason I don't put it on there is I can't put a movie that has Tom Hiddleston playing Loki as the worst. I mean, he's fascinating in every film you see. <laughs> Ragnarok was on yesterday, and I ended up watching it on TV. I just paused it for like a long time. <laughs> I just get fast forward, and I just sat there like, why don't I just put this on Disney Plus? <laughs> why don't I just start this? But no, it's on here already. Um, it, you you gotta kind of take away that temptation, that Pandora's mm-hmm. box, because once you open it, why would why was me especially and you probably just as much mad of the world between worlds and, and rebels? Oh, God, because it opens up too many possibilities. How many people now are like, well, the emperor went back and saved himself from the emperor goes into the Death Star. And then he pulls them out of the reactor right away. And that's how, they, like, how many stupid theories do we yeah. get? Because for 40 years, we were told there's no time travel in there. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not science fiction. It's science fantasy. There's right. no time travel. The Jedi can only do this much. 
when they start having the Jedi be super, 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 super powerful, that's part of the problem. Yeah. I reread the Force Unleashed comic books of the Legacy Collection I just got. Again, he should have been able to kill everybody in the in the universe in like two seconds. Well, rewatching Clone Wars, when you get to the, the Mortis stuff, and the reason that they're there is the father brought the daughter and the son there because they were so powerful mm-hmm. that he knew that they were wrong for the universe and had to take them out of the physical universe. One of the things that always bugged me in the, in the, the books mm-hmm. was, I mean, I feel like Kevin, Kevin J. Anderson as the writer did this all the time where he backed himself into a corner. Oh, totally. Out of it. Totally. When he does the Jedi Academy trilogy and he has Admiral Dalla with like four fleets of yeah. star destroyers, they're coming down. They're going to just, they're going to blow Yavin four into yep. oblivion. Like, we're going to be able to penetrate the good. And then all the students get together, hold hands, sing kumbaya, and push the squadrons out of the system yeah. with the force. And I'm sitting there watching that going. That reading that? Every, reading it. In my head, I'm yeah, watching. Yeah, you're watching it in And your you're head. like, nothing works anymore. Because if he could have done that before. Right. What's the point? When you see Vader kicking ass in Rogue One. And then you watch the beginning of Star Wars, and I've had the joke, like, they get to the door, like, all right, Lord Vader, you're going to go kill him, right? No, you go. What? <laughs> but you just, you, you just... No, it's your turn. But you, you just... Oh, man. You can just wave your Clyde, hand. Clyde, go, you go first. We're going to die. Clyde. Not all of us are going to die, but most of us... I mean... Oh, and then when he just walks in and looks down at him, like... Yeah, I could have killed all these guys all by myself. Yeah, but at least... Right there. At least when he's they the didn't ultimate have... pilot... When you see him in the the Rebels one where he just oh, like yeah. lays waste to everybody and you're watching the end of episode four. And, you're and like, he's spinning away. Like, come on. You couldn't you couldn't catch any of them? Like, how does Wedge get away from you? <laughs> I know you hit the, the spoiler or whatever. You hit the thing. Oh, no good. I got to get out. Get out of here, Wedge. Yeah, you go save yourself because we need some continuity in this film. <laughs> and then, of course, my favorite part. Uh, Y-Wing, where'd you come from? Oh, I, I was like on the other... I thought the port was on the other side. Like, it was over we're, there. We're, we're on the, the southern hemisphere, right? It was over that spot. right? No? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that was a cool explosion, Wait, Luke. the trench. You said we were going to do the trench run. That's that middle thing right across the, the... And the fact, after the first film, Vader never kills another rebel. Not one. He kills, he kills like three Imperials. He never kills another rebel. Not in... Uh, not on Hoth? Nope. He's at the end of the line. You can infer that he killed someone. He's never shown on sure. screen killing anyone other than other Imperial officers. <laughs> after after that, killing, he, that kills, is true. he kills Antilles he, when he chokes him. Yeah. Throws him to the thing. Which, by the way, that's the only one he actually gets his hands in yeah. there and dirty. Um, again, within its own film, you're like, why didn't you just do that with the force? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you why. We didn't have enough fishing wire to lift him up. <laughs> he he kills Nita. Yeah. He kills Ozil. Yep. Um... And he doesn't kill, and he kills the Emperor. Yes. He doesn't kill a single rebel in two more films. That's, yeah. Yeah, he never kills anybody. It's like when you go back and read the original G.I. Joe cart, uh, uh, comic books, and you realize Storm Shadow never kills anybody. Yeah. He's, he cuts Gung-Ho in the back, and if you really want to read into it, he did it on purpose. I started watching Resolute again last night. Oh, my God. In the beginning, because I was watching... Resolute or Renegades? Resolute. The The... The one that was the web series? Yeah. Oh, that thing is so amazing. Because I was watching, I, I was going through the, the... I mean, the scene with Zartan is stupid, but it still it looks great. Yeah, the video game is supposed to come out tomorrow um, for G.I. Joe. And you know how the, the video game starts out with the flag, 
and the sea, you know, and they're, you know, Storm Shadow and, and Cobra Commander are trying to steal the, or to blow up the flag and everything, which is how Resolute starts out. And I totally forgot about that until I was watching the, the gameplay. And I was like, oh, man, this is making me want to watch, watch Resolute again. One of my favorite DVD purchases is going to finally watch the whole thing <laughs> together. So I want that his tank from the end, oh, man. Yeah. But I mean, oh, Bazooka dies right off. And then yeah. Cobra Commander kills Major Blood. Yeah. And and um, Snake Eyes kills so many people. That was Resolute was the the G.I. Joe panel. And I think I got into it late and it was in the corner mm-hmm. up in San Diego and they show you them attacking the bunker. That was the trailer. And it's Roadblock and Duke, and it's the Cobra Bunker. and Yeah. And then you just see all this crap. Get out. Get out. Come on. Um, you see, like, Snake Eyes just going through, just, like, cutting people. And yeah. everyone in the audience is like, oh, oh. And that's what Roadblock says, like, we got a ninja now? Because <laughs> as they go towards the bunker, he gets into the bunker and kills everybody in the bunker. It's so good. Oh, so, Doctor oh, Strange in Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, if it's going to be, now with the releases, if you're going to have Doctor Strange 2, and then the very next movie is Spider-Man. I think so. Maybe. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, we keep looking it up, and I think we're always... Well, I, here's I always the thing, have it wrong in my head. They always talked about how WandaVision was supposed to tie into Doctor Strange 2. It's supposed to lead right into it. It was supposed to lead right, right into it, yeah. And then, so... Because if, Wanda Wanda's a huge part of Doctor Strange. So I'm too. wondering if WandaVision has some touch-ups to the multiverse as well. And, I would and imagine Doctor Strange it does. kind of goes into it deeper. I think she... Oh, I, I have a feeling she's going to open the multiverse. Well, she yeah. has the if she has the chaos energy, that the chaos magic that they allude to in terms of the comic, the fact that we see Vision alive, mm-hmm. she may be seeking Vision in other universes to replace her Vision. Right, right. Well, even did you you watch the trailer, and I didn't watch the trailer. You didn't watch the trailer. Okay, I know it's coming, and I know I want to watch it. So. No, so I can, so Shang Chi is going to be July 9th, ninth, two thousand twenty one. Maybe so that's right after. Don't, don't Black give Widow. the dates. Just give the order. That's the thing is let's let's not get hung up on dates. Like, what's the order in terms of the films? It's Black Widow supposed to be next, and then Shang-Chi. Then Shang-Chi, and then Fall is Eternals. Right. Then um, I believe Doctor Strange is the first movie in now 2022. 2022. Yeah. Then Spider-Man is the next movie after that in 2022. Then Thor will be the fall movie in 2022. Hopefully. Right. Well, we're considering be, everything's back, I mean, everything's yeah. back into production now. Didn't we say that? I seem to remember we're saying at one point that there was supposed to be four films in twenty twenty one. There were originally. What one are we missing? Well, that would be it. Spider Man was supposed to be twenty twenty one. Okay. It was supposed to go originally. It was supposed to be, um, Shang Chi, Strange, Shang Chi, Eternals. And then we're supposed to have Eternals no, no, no. First. Eternals was supposed to be oh. in supposed, Eternals was supposed to Black Widow, and then Eternals was supposed to be this year, mm. and then Shang Chi. Shang Chi, Strange, Spider Man, Thor was supposed to be. That's what it was. Mm. But I think they Shang-Chi moved. Shang Chi was like February or something. Correct. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you, I mean, the way they originally had it up was Shang-Chi was, Shang-Chi was February. Because we said WandaVision like, was March. We said something like there was four movies and three TV series in right. 2021. Like, it was insane. The only much. one that was supposed to be out this year, as far as TV series, was Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was supposed to be coming out. Wasn't in, Loki supposed to be the first one? No. no. Loki was the first one announced. And so okay. we assumed it was the first one. But once they gave you the, the dates, mm. okay. it was Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to be first. Yes. And then I think WandaVision was supposed to be second. Loki, I think WandaVision was supposed to be, was supposed to be like fall, fall of next year. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but I mean, if you're going to have the multiverse be, you know, your centralized, your Thanos of, of phase four, which is not a bad idea to have something other than a supervillain or something, you know, well, tie everything together. Also with the announcement of Kang the Conqueror, too. That's the thing. Is I think I think they changed Kang from a time traveler to a universe traveler. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Why would not just use the beyond beyonder for that? Because you've already shown the beyonder, haven't you? No. See, why I would. Why, use, why do I feel like I would no, the use beyonder? Is isn't the beyond? Who's who's Jeff Goldblum? No, he he's Jeff Goldblum is the games master. Or games, uh, yeah, game master. He's not. Is he? Maybe he is. I don't yes. Remember. He, um, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's not the Beyonder. Uh, um, Benicio del Toro was the collector, he was the collector. collector. Um, he really does just play Jeff Goldblum in that movie. Oh, right? he totally. Yeah, he does, well, yeah. he was supposed to be all blue, and they decided not to make him all blue because you already had he was all blue in uh, uh, Earth Girls Are Easy, mm-hmm. so they, they were like, well, we don't need to, you know, do that again. Um, Grandmaster. Grandmaster, yeah. So yeah, the Beyonder would be a good one to do as your as your universe jumper. The reason you don't use the the Beyonder is that Kang is a Kang is a probably a much more well known villain. The Beyonder also the way that they've set the Beyonder up, the Beyonder is all powerful. Like yeah, he's omnis- I mean, that's he's what I'm saying. Like, he's a great universe jumper. Then. You could also again, if you're going to set up the Beyonder, and if you're doing the comic Beyonder, you actually can't beat him. Right, he beats himself. That's the same thing that always happens with Thanos. What happens in Infinity mm-hmm. Gauntlet is Adam Warlock telling you, "It's it's you have to wait until he beats himself." Right, you just you're, you're holding on until the point in which he puts up because he actually doesn't want to win. Which twenty years, 30, 25 years later, went into Donny Cates' run for Thanos, where he goes back in time to get Thanos to fight Thanos because Thanos is like, "I already killed everybody." And I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. Well, you remember with the um, with Phase Four, it was supposed to be all mostly cosmic. Yeah. Because you know, Guardians Three is still out there in the ether somewhere. Um, but using Eternals, you could introduce Beyonder there, and Beyonder's a good way to bring the X Men into the universe. If you're not going to use Wanda to do it, which I, I think, think I, you just use them as if they've always been there. That's the, it, it. They're missing a huge opportunity if they don't use both the X Men and the Fantastic Four as the idea that they're already in the universe. We just don't know about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's what I said they should do is which is have why the X Men already Avengers in. four or five whatever. What are we up to nine? Avengers it's five fiftieth one. Avengers five should be Magneto. Yeah. Like him coming out and saying we've we've been in the shadows for all these years and we're just as strong as any as you people. Watch turns the Earth on its axis destroys half the planet and the Avengers fight him. Mm-hmm. And then the X-Men in the end are like, 
Yeah, that's actually that's our fault. We should have stopped. But see, before. I think I think you do it even one step. They're not further, going to, but that would have been amazing. Is you have Professor X has been hiding the X Men. That's the I thing. mean the, yeah. the mutants. That's what I'm talking about. They're 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 because in the comics when I was reading them in the 80s and then into the 90s, nobody knew who the X Men were. Right. The X Men were they were just kind of there and they kind of knew what mutants were, but we didn't know what the X Men really were and stuff like that. And a lot of them were. Or secret and everything, mm-hmm. and then because then you could have Wanda and and Sil- uh, Quicksilver had slipped through. You the, just the, don't make Wanda a mutant. Well, you no, you do. Mutant, you don't have to. There's no reason to. If you're gonna do the mutants and you're gonna do the X Men, then do it where they've been in the universe. They've already taken care of some of the stuff that's there. The Fantastic Four was the same thing. My idea of the Fantastic Four when they come in and it's, you know. At this point, if anybody's left from the original Avengers, but just comes to him and like, hey, we've saved the world like four times. And Reed's just going, four? Let me tell you about a Galactus. It'd be a good way to also introduce the Illuminati. Is that Tony Stark and them knew about the mutants in the world. Enough Tony Stark. Let's let's No, no, I mean, but but he's gone now. You leave him dead, but Tony actually knew that they were there. So, you know, he but he was keeping that a secret. Yeah, but I just I don't need Robert Downey Jr. No, no, no. You don't put him back in it. You just have. But it. you know, if we open that up, they're oh, going to yes. make it. Yes. Robert Downey Jr. is on set for two weeks, and we're going to do that de aging technique where we made him look like he did in you know the whatever movie he was in in the eighties. I don't know anymore. I want to say Risky Business, but that's not him. No. Uh, he was in Say Anything or something, wasn't he? I don't remember. I know that John Cusack was the main character in that. But didn't he do that one movie where he was like a ghost? He did Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul, yeah. But he wasn't the ghost. He he could see ghosts. Yeah. I can see ghost people. Um, that's the one I remember him from. Speaking of ghosts, okay, let's what try a, what, let's try a subject where we actually don't go off of it. Wow, what a segue setup, Ethan. Thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of ghosts, Pixar's Soul is not going to get a theatrical release. It's going to go straight to <laughs> Disney Plus. Which can you tell me can you tell me what is very significant about uh Pixar's soul? That it doesn't have the guy that got fired for Me Too in it. It's the first Disney animation film under that umbrella, you know, Disney animated Pixar films to have a gay couple as the parents. I wonder why everybody's on Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't think that's why. I think that they realize their slate's going to be so packed. No, I that... think they're, they're looking at every film that's near completion and going, what can we put on Disney Plus? Yes. Because mm-hmm. it just, and again, the contractual issues for a animated film is not the same as Black Widow. Oh, or correct. Eternals Very correct. Or Jungle Cruise or whatever, so... It makes sense to put that there. You had success with it with Onward, right? Onward. The one. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it's, you're not going to see a bump. Right. You know, it's well, not gonna, this, you're not going to have 30 million people go, oh, those souls on it now? Okay, yeah. I'll, now I'll do it. Well, speaking of F, back in. F the Mandalorian. F yeah. all the other great films that are on there. Screw the Imagineers, the Imagineering story. Still the best thing on Disney+. Plus. Come at me. And then he goes like, but Soul. That's the one. I'm, I'm well, doing it for soul. Even Mulan did not have the back end. That, that, no. Uh, you know, because it didn't have that star power. That's what I said. The that. reason that you do Mulan was, one, theater started opening in China. Yes. That's the biggest one. Oh, and totally. And number two, 
No one in that film has back end points. Correct. Not that not that anyone in that film is not going to sue Disney. Well, the I don't care what is, Scarlett Johansson's relationship is with Kevin Feige or Disney. If they put it on Disney Plus for 20 bucks and she only gets a little bit of that mm-hmm. versus a billion dollars worldwide, especially now, we've been a year and a half with no Marvel films. We don't know if we're ever going to see a Marvel film again. That's So that movie they're going to have to print money in order for people to go to the movies. Yeah. Like people are going to go like, can I just, you, uh, what, how do I do this? You're going to have people just like cutting themselves. Like, can I just bleed? Can I just give you enough blood to go see it? I need Marvel in my life. Here's Marvel, my Marvel, child. Marvel. You can have them. We can do that now. I mean, really, what are they really worth? I mean, that's what cars for kids is, right? You go in, you give them your kids, they give you a car. <laughs> yes. So the move, nothing in Mulan is going to have, is going to have that same impact because Scarlett Johansson is going to sue Disney. And you don't want to come out of COVID with like Scarlett Johansson files a $500 million lawsuit against Disney. Right. Saying that they, they, they intentionally money. took money away from her. Well, she, she stands to make breach 20, of contract. Yeah. She stands to make 30, $40 million from that film. Yeah. She's going to make more money from that film than Steven Spielberg made off of Jurassic Park. And Steven Spielberg made a lot of money off of Jurassic Park. Did you the see the thing. Good, let's go off the rails real quick. Did you see the You the just said Canada? I know. I'm the worst. Did you see the, the trailer for Animaniacs? Yes. The new one? Oh, yes. So good. It was hilarious. I'm so glad they're they're keeping that so idea good. up with the Animaniacs. Anyway, I'm sorry, Ethan. I interrupted you. I was gonna say I got an email from Disney saying that Mulan is now available through a bunch of different other streaming services yeah. to and they, purchase. Honestly, well, yeah, they should have done that. It's now available for you know, digital, digital download, download. yeah, right. Voodoo and others. And it, is it cheaper? Is it twenty? No, it's still. Tw- is it still thirty? Okay. Or no, no, it might be twenty. I think it's twenty. Now. Yeah. It's twenty. Because it's like the same price as and a I'll DVD. And I'll be honest, if I paid for it, if I'm not someone who has like three, four kids to watch it, or yeah. even, you know, three people or whatever, I'm pissed because mm. it's only been a month and a half. Weeks? Not yeah. even. A, not even. Well, you got six to see so? it first. It was first week of September. So you got. Right. I get. First... I get that. But so. when you're telling me that it's ten dollars cheaper, only six weeks later. Yeah. And, and then free. If they put it free on Disney Plus in December. There, there is no chance I'm paying thirty dollars for that film. And I wanted mm-hmm. to see that film really, really bad. Like I'm not going to pay for it if it's coming out in December. Yeah, I'll watch it in December by myself with popcorn. Like, come on, it's I liked. It. I thought it was really well done. I'm sure it's fantastic. I'm not paying thirty dollars. It's it. beautiful too. I'm probably not going to. I don't watch films I like over and over again anymore. <laughs> I don't have any time. I'm not going to pay thirty dollars for a film I'm only going to see once. Mm. In any span of time that that makes sense. There was something I just watched over that I had watched. I've almost started Rogue One like three times. Uh, just for comfort food. I was like, oh, I'll do this. I can do that with Solo. I can put like Solo's like one of those did, films. I did it with Solo when I got the when I got the <laughs> when I got the Blu-ray of Solo. I watched it more in the first month than I'd watched any of the other Star Wars Blu-rays I had bought. <laughs> and Solo's, that includes Rogue One that I watched twice almost as soon as I saw. I watched it three times in like eight weeks. Solo is one of those films like Guardians of the Galaxy, like um, Pirates of the Caribbean 3 that I enjoy, that I like those films, and I can just put them on in the background. And yeah. it's, it is, it's comfort food. It's like watching Friends or, or Big Bang Wait, Theory or something. Pirates 3 is comfort food? It is. Because I, I love how it starts out with the with the uh, eight it's pieces like of eight. It's like nine and a half hours. <laughs> Watch the first one. Uh, I love the first one. I watched the first one, but, but watch the first. The, problem, the first one is the, the third one is is the, halfway through it, going, "What the hell is going on?" The difference between Pirates One and Pirates Three is Pirates, pirates one, one is one, good. Yeah, I get more invested in Pirates Three has more pirates, and I love the beginning with the pieces of eight. 
That's too many pirates. <laughs> I'd lo- I'd love the whole idea of the the council. I know. With, yeah. Let's face it. Fire- pirates two is the last good pirates movie, and even then, sure. it's not very good. Three, four, and five, Unfor- six. I'm- what are we up to now? Is it five? Five. 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 Oh, unfortunately, five unfortunately, with yeah. two and three, they tried. One was supposed to be a standalone movie, and that was it. Then they decided one wasn't supposed to work. Yeah. I still, I can still going off the tangent. I can still remember going to see that film with White Chocolate and his now wife. And we sat like the first row of the second section. And I'm sitting there because generally wanted to see it. We all wanted to see it. Yeah. But both White Chocolate and I kind of saw like, this is going to be bad. This can't be good. And about a, a quarter of the way through it, maybe a third of the way through it, when they're when the, the pirates attack uh, Tortuga or whatever. Yeah. And I just turned like. Port, uh, Port Charles. Port Charles, yeah. And I just turned to White Chocolate like, this is really good. Just again. <laughs> we get to the end like, that was really good. Like. It wasn't watered down. It was funny. The action is fantastic. But that was it. It was supposed to be a standalone movie. Yeah. And then they went back. Oh, we made how much with this movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to make this into a trilogy. And then they made, and they went, they made wait, even more what? out of two. Two was, two was like one of the most successful films ever. Yeah. And two, two is saved by its ending. Yes. And Barbosa walks down the stairs. You're like, oh! Well, so you, that's why when I walked out of two, I liked did it you, more Did than, you not see his boots when he was... Because they, they originally show you his boots when the, when they first Jack and everybody get Correct. there. Yeah, that's it's so like I, I can actually be surprised by stuff and enjoy it rather than what am I missing here? I gotta see it right now so I can't be surprised by anything. Well, see, I, when I saw it, I went when I, when I was sitting there watching, it, I went, "Those are Barbosa's boots." Yeah, that's why you need to like shut your mouth. I know. <laughs> that's why I don't watch movies with you. Beth, Beth gets so mad at me for that. I'll be sitting there, and all of a sudden, I like figured out the plot or something, or, or what's watching, going on. Melissa and I watch Jeopardy at the same time, but in, in different homes right yeah. now, and we'll text each other the answers because we're not. And I think both of us have kind of said if we were watching this together, we wouldn't actually be able to answer anything because I don't want to answer it yeah. before she does, and she doesn't want to answer before I do. Whether we get it right or not, as like we'd have to like stop it, like pause, and then see like what do you, what do you have? What do you? Have? Uh, so Soul, it's going to be the second Soul. Pixar movie within Get a year so to be on, go straight to Disney Plus. Is Onward Pixar? I thought yep. it was just Disney Animation. No, no, it's Pixar. Okay. Um, Remember when Pixar used to release movies that people saw? <laughs> remember when Star Wars was... I don't remember the last Pixar movie I actually saw in the theater. Um, oh, no, I saw Incredibles 2. Never mind. I remember yeah. the last one I saw in the theater. Mm-hmm. Is there one after Incredibles 2? Onward. Before Onward? Incredibles 2 was like 2018, wasn't it? No. Yes. It wasn't 2019 because I didn't go see it after Mom fell. Yeah. Uh, I saw two I saw two films after Mom fell. One was... Yeah, I think it was uh, 2018. Spider-Man and the other one was uh, uh, Star Wars. It's at least 2018. If not 2017. Because one of the last films I was able to see with Melissa before everything fell apart. Um, in terms of us being able to go to the movie. Coco, Coco, Coco was... 2017. Uh, I've never seen Coco either. Up was 2009. 2015 was Inside Out. Then they also have like. Let me get back to my watching, trying to go through all the Pixar movies I haven't seen. Uh, they also have the the Good Dinosaurs 2015. Incredibles was two, two Toy Story four was in between. Incredibles That's right. And I didn't onward. see two thousand. I didn't see Toy Story four. Yeah. Incredibles two was two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I saw it. It was two thousand eighteen. Yeah, summer twenty eighteen. Then Toy Story four was the next year. But that was the one of the ones I, I couldn't mm-hmm. have the chance to go see. I was taking care of dad. Yeah. 
I started that watching Pixar films that I hadn't seen. When I got to Inside Out, it just like... I don't you know. didn't like Inside Out? No, I haven't had the chance to watch oh. it yet. <laughs> Inside, Inside Out came out just after my dad had a stroke. And I remember Robot had went to see it. Mm-hmm. And he came in and he's like, have you seen it? And I said, no. And he just said, don't. Like, don't go see it right now. It's just, it's, it's mm. a lot of emotional stuff. Like, dude, I had a problem with the end of Good Dinosaur. When he yeah. goes back to the family, oh my God. I was like, I am an emotional wreck. <laughs> Here's I think the thing. I, I, I said it when I came in here because I just watched Inside Out maybe like right when this whole quarantine thing happened. So it was like March or April and I watched it. And I was like, that movie wrecked me. Yeah, <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I can't get through the first five minutes of Up. Did you see? There's the, oh my the, God, the tweet the talking about uh, the Mars rover, the Observer. Yeah. And what NASA did. Where it sings happy birthday to itself. Well, no. The, the, when, it, when it was running out of batteries. Because the last message is... Mm-hmm. It's dark and I'm cold or whatever, which <laughs> wrecks you. Yeah, yeah. And then they're playing music to it. Yeah. Knowing that it's dying. And again, it was only supposed to last for like nine months. And it lasted right. for 15 years. I mean, this is a, it's a marvel of engineering. Right. It's one of the greatest stories in the history of engineering. <laughs> and the end of it, they're playing a love song. Because they love the... the I'm reading it... Um, uh, my friend Tess had posted it, and after I was like, "What?" All I te- I texted, "Why? Why am I crying? I'm literally crying reading this last night." And someone afterwards said, "Because of Wally." And I said, "You son yeah. of a bitch! I think you might be right. <laughs> Once you see that movie, you're just like, yeah, I've never I've, seen Wally yeah. and going. This might be the greatest love story of ten years, and they don't even talk to each other. <laughs> like, there's yep. no words, and that says something that the most beautiful love story you've seen in film and forever." It's two, two creatures that can't talk to each other. Two robots that yeah, don't talk to each other. So I mean. they don't talk in 2021, Luca is the next one that's coming out for Pixar. He yeah. lives on the second floor, right? Luca? God. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. That's me slapping the sticker on the side of the helmet oh, for a good job. Oh, that's a Woo! good one. My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. Anyone under the age of 40 doesn't get that. Ethan's like, I'm lost. I have no idea. I remember that 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 song was huge when my family went to Sacramento. We went to Sacramento and the north into um, uh, by Fort Sumner and everything. And I remember sitting in the car with my brother in the back seat. And that song would come on all the time. And we'd be singing it. My parents would just turn it off because we'd just be in the back. My name is Luca. I live on the second floor, and it's so stupid. It's such a weird song. As Um, soon as you said Luke, all I can think is he lives on the second floor. The one thing that Pixar's been able to really, really do in their movies is get you emotionally. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's Toy Story 3. Wasn't there that meme a while back that said uh, the the deciding factor of how uh, Pixar makes their movies is like, what if toys had emotions? Yeah. What if cars had emotions? What? See, a lot of people say that Toy Story 3, where it really gets them, is the Inferno scene. It's always the Inferno scene. Not think, to me. The final scene. The, the final, final scene, scene is what always he gets He gives the way the toys. Toy Story 3 has nothing. Nothing on Toy Story 2 and Jesse's song. Oh, Jesse's song, yes. F that song. <laughs> F that song. I still cry when I hear I'll that fa- song. I'll fast forward through Dancing with the Stars just to kind of see what a train wreck it is. Is this like... You know, watching someone who's totally terrible right. or someone who's really good when mm-hmm. you know because you follow it or whatever. And sure. Like, oh, this works. So the Disney night like two weeks ago was like, watch this waltz. Yeah. And I don't even remember who the two people are. 
So I just kind of fast forward. Oh, this one. And I turn it and it's Jesse's like, nope, just exit out. I'm like, no, I can't watch that. I can't watch the end of that damn Futurama episode. F that episode to hell. Which one? The one with his dog. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't even think yeah. about it. Yeah. I hit that one. I'm flipping through channels and I hit it and mm -hmm. I stopped and I watched the end of it. And this is when Splinter was still alive and Splinter's right, you know, like right below me on this, on, on the chair, you know, on the floor and sleep. And I just picked her up and I got your babies. And she's giving me, she has that look like I just woke up and she's looking at me. I was like, Daddy, what the hell are you doing? What's wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> when you see the dog sit in front of the pizza parlor for years, and he's like, no, he had a good life. Was, no, he didn't. No, why? I just can't. I can't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can't do Jesse's song. The I first can't. 10 and minutes of the problem up. with Jesse's song is we have toys. Yes. And I'm just thinking... What if my Luke Skywalker toy is mad that it's been in the closet for like ten years? Well, that's that's why I can't leave toys in the in the packaging. I refuse to because I just keep the. Because you think they come alive? No, because look what it did to uh, to Pete. Yeah, Pete's a jerk. He's Kelsey Grammer. He's a drunk. Um, By the way, Kelsey Grammer is a drunk. First ten minutes of up, just wreck you. It's not even ten minutes. It's five. Yeah. Um, F up. Uh. Having a daughter, having a daughter inside out really wrecks you. Inside out just wrecks you even um, if you don't have a daughter. That whole bing bong scene. Oh god! If that scene, I was, was bawling. Uh, <laughs> Take her to the moon for me. Onward, <laughs> onward wrecks you, especially if you if you've lost a parent. Mm. Why do you think I didn't watch it? <laughs> oh my I god! I mean, the moment when it came out, I knew like. I lost someone. Oh my god! I'm losing my father within the next couple of years. No, no, mm. you no. know, no. At least the Incredibles, you didn't lose anybody. You're you're laughing. You you love Jack Jack so much for what he does. Oh, that scene with him and the raccoon. That is like <laughs> that 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 scene. Honestly, for me, that scene saves the second movie. No, yeah. Outside yeah. of that scene, the second movie is not as good as everybody thinks it is. Math yeah. is math. Oh no 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 yeah. <laughs> The first, oh, that, one, the first one is the first one is the math. The movie. math thing is is, is great. It's no, great, especially that, when you're dealing the with the home that. stuff. In that is so good. Yes. Yeah. In the first film, the home stuff is good, but the superhero stuff is so good. Coco is it, it wrecks you because it's about yeah, the afterlife. Like, yeah. um, and Soul, I just I know it's going to be another one of those. Just by the title and know what it's dealing with. It. Well, <laughs> Pixar has a way of making you get really emotionally wrecked. The good dinosaur, I didn't, I didn't like that Nobody movie as much movie when I me. first saw it. The first time I saw I it, I didn't really like it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that one yet. I've gone back and I've watched it again. Oh my god, it's a really mm -hmm. good film. Yes, uh, it's a very simple film, and I think that's why people didn't like it. It's not Brave as as is other. another amazing film, Brave especially when you have a daughter. It it that one or really you have three gets kids you. Kids that are crazy. <laughs> yeah, the boys. Brave, Brave is good. I like I like Brave a lot. Brave is one you also forget that it's Pixar. Mm. You know, because she's a Disney princess. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, Mulan should not be a Disney princess. She is not a princess. Okay. I'm just, just saying. It's just a term. Take I take it up with Iger. Iger's not the one who made her a princess. He's still in charge, though. Um, no, he keeps quitting like 50 <laughs> times in the last two years. No, he keeps quitting, and they keep bringing, bringing him, him right back, back no, in. He quits, and then he's like, I try to leave, ah. and they keep bringing me back. Like, I'm going to quit. Nah. 
<laughs> How much money did I make last year? $46 billion. Yeah, Toy stay. Story 4 didn't wreck me as much as 3. I haven't seen, that say I haven't Toy, seen Story Toy Story 4, Story 4 yet. Happened. Toy Story 4 should not have happened. <laughs> Cars. But people do love Forky. Oh, no. Oh, God. My chocolate son, my quote-unquote nephew, is obsessed with Forky. He may not be now, but he was when it came out. Cars didn't wanted. really have that effect. Cars was just a fun ride. Cars is a good film. Cars 2 is, is, and I haven't seen Cars 3. Cars 2 is one of the ones I I don't think I've ever seen Cars 3. I've only seen Cars. I just remember the trailer for Cars 3 was very weird. Yes. With him crashing, you're like, what are they killing McQueen? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Killing Um, lightning? No, it's one of the ones, like, there's so many that I haven't seen now, and I was going through that in quarantine. All the stuff I was doing in quarantine, watching The Simpsons and, like, posting about it, that lasted, like, a month. And the Pixar Uh, shorts? Oh, my God. the Pixar oh, shorts are the, the amazing. Bow, 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 whatever yeah. the last one was. Bow. She's eating. Yeah. Nope. Go home. I don't, yeah. I don't need to see this anymore. The the one with the islands is amazing, too. That's one that's good. Mm-hmm. Little uh, sandpiper one. Just to show how much story you can tell with a sandpiper at a beach in like four seconds. Really, yeah. dude? Come on. I mean, and most of those don't have dialogue. We've been talking about subjects. Yeah, we were talking, we started, we were talking about... Pixar with Soul. Okay, yeah. How, when was the last time we mentioned Soul? Four minutes ago. Five no, minutes I, well, I just said. I just said after after talking about all those movies that. Well, no, how, it's just, it's simply, I think we should just turn on the thing and just be like, "Hey guys, Star Wars." <laughs> yeah. Did you see the thing that just does? Just it? say a random topic and just go. Just a random word, word and us. figure out you know a broomsticks. Yeah. Broomsticks are weird. Yeah. Well, you remember seeing it, them in Fantasia? It is it is uh, October. It is Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we weren't doing a whole '80s theme thing, I would have I would have come as Mickey. Although you know what, Harry Potter did make broomsticks pretty damn cool. Okay. Well, I like broomsticks when you like use them, like when you sweep stuff. That's cool. Like that's fun stuff. Yeah, you remember that kid in Star Wars with the broomstick at the end of Last Jedi? Oh, the one that Rich <laughs> was so pissed about for like the day and a half. I wasn't pissed about it. Go back and listen to that show. You were so mad. It's a target ad. Stupid target. Oh, it did. It totally looked like a target ad. Target ad. It totally. You have you have no joy in your soul. The way it was shot and everything. You have no. joy. Oh no! When I watched it, I, I enjoyed it. No joy. But then I'm even, looking at it. No, he's looking at it like, oh, now I got to go to Target and buy milk. That sucks. No, no, no. It just reminded me of a lot of the Tar Wars. Tar Wars. <laughs> the, no, Tar Wars is trying to get the exclusive. The Target Star Wars ads that they were putting out at that time. You, you, were you know what the funny thing is. We started with the topic of broomsticks and yet still came to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you know who it's did it? Star Wars is... You did. Star Wars is part of everything. Everything is Star Wars. You're Star the one Wars who brought everything. up the broomsticks. Hey, so we're going to wrap things up on that note. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. I love how we keep saying that even though we don't do anything with any of us. Ethan does. <laughs> no. Sometimes. No. <laughs> The last Ethan thing does? I no. the last thing I posted was a tribute for Chadwick Boseman when when he passed. Well, Doug just put a comment but. up last week on Facebook. Yeah, he said that he was he got to the show where we said he hasn't been listening forever. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "No, I'm way behind." I'm way behind. I told him. I told him we needs to be. We need to bring him on the show sometime. Well, Although, he's, he's in Australia, anymore. right? Yeah, he lives in Australia. Yeah, he travels yeah. like crazy, like all Australians do. I don't know what. It's got to be something with the government. Every Australian I know travels like mad. No, it's because your house is in the middle of nowhere, and you have to travel 40 miles just to get no, somewhere. No, he's I mean, not. He's talking abroad, or yeah, abroad no, from a, Australia. Yes. No, Shelly lives in the middle of a big town, like right yeah. sort of the city. Yeah, not everything. Shelley, <laughs> yeah. 
Everything in Australia is just land. No, and every, then no, that's all ranch. you see. Everything in Australia tries to kill you. That's the thing. <laughs> if spiders the size of that kitchen. Uh, so yeah, um, on the eighth day, God said, "Huntsman spider." <laughs> and then Adam and Eve went. Ah! Why do you think Australia was a, a prison colony at first? <laughs> Jokes on Britain now. <laughs> all right, so uh, make we sure have four you... cases of COVID. How about you? New Zealand. All right, so for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week. Welcome. (laughs) Wrong one. I was going to play. I was going to play us out. Welcome to Nerdables. This week, 